This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Census Bureau didn't spend as much money as once thought. Another bridge across the Valley of Death is being built for small business contractors. And agencies are making progress on the president's management agenda. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Census Bureau's most expensive count won't cost as much as expected. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman breaks it down. The 2020 census will still be the Bureau's most expensive decennial count to date, but by the time the Census Bureau wraps up its work by 2024, it expects it will have spent $13.7 billion on the project. That's compared to earlier projections of $15.6 billion. The Bureau tells the Government Accountability Office enumerators going door-to-door were more productive than expected, using laptops to record data rather than using pen and paper as they had in the past. The 2010 census was previously the most expensive decennial count. It cost the Bureau about $13 billion. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. GSA has begun the formal process to construct another bridge across the Valley of Death for small business contractors. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The General Services Administration has taken the first step toward addressing one of the big criticisms of the Small Business Innovation Research, or SBIR, program. GSA released a request for information for its Research, Innovation, and Outcomes, or RIO, vehicle. Under RIO, GSA would create a multiple-award IDIQ contract to support existing and future requirements using the SBIR Phase Three authority. Through the RFI, GSA is asking companies in the SBIR program currently to submit award documents, as well as whether they would be interested in being part of RIO. Responses to the RFI are due by March 10th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency takes on workforce challenges. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. CISA expects to wrap up a major review of its staffing requirements this year. The agency told the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General that the force structure assessment has been ongoing since mid-2021. The IG in a new report found understaffing has been one of CISA's major challenges. More than one-third of CISA's 3,600 authorized full-time positions were vacant as of last August. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Agencies have made some progress on the priorities of the president's management agenda. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Office of Management and Budget points to a new internship portal on USA Jobs, as well as updated guidance on recruitment and retention of early career employees as examples of progress. Those are a handful of efforts that align with the PMA's first priority, strengthening and empowering the federal workforce. But OMB's leader for the PMA has said there's still a long way to go. Agencies should continue tracking progress on the priority, using information like the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey and staffing targets for mission-critical occupations. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Small candidate pools and low diversity are just a few of the recruitment challenges at the National Institute of Standards and Technology. That's according to the Government Accountability Office. GAO says those challenges can cause long-term issues, too. Limited staff diversity, for example, can create an unwelcoming environment for women, in some cases causing them to leave. 
And despite using pay incentives, NIST has trouble staying competitive with the private sector. To improve its long-term workforce strategy, GAO recommends NIST keep better track of the effectiveness of those pay flexibilities. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Agencies finally have more specific details for how to accelerate the environmental review and permitting process. The Office of Management and Budget's 16-page memo answers 15 questions and offers further instructions for adding infrastructure projects to the permitting dashboard. The implementation memo outlines the role of the Federal Permitting Council, agency-specific teams, and factors to consider when establishing permitting timelines. Agencies must submit their permitting action plans by April 5th to OMB, the Council on Environmental Quality, and the Permitting Council. The implementation memo follows the Biden administration's permitting action plan released last May. The Energy Department is seeking ideas for how it could help contribute to a strong quantum workforce. DOE says its 17 national labs are a primary employer for a growing cadre of quantum information science professionals. In a new request for information, the agency asked for input on quantum training and educational requirements. DOE's Office of Science is developing a plan that will complement the workforce training already being offered by higher education institutions to those studying quantum information science. The military health system hosted a working group to expand medical care for irregular warfare. It brought in medical communities from across the government and special operations medical personnel from allied countries. It's part of the national defense strategy to combine and coordinate coalition strengths to maximum effect. The meeting was the first in a series of working groups meant to focus on building ally and partner capacity for casualty care to enhance medical resiliency. And the State Department is accepting applications for 200 college interns this fall, made up of upperclassmen and graduate students. The paid positions also include housing and transportation. The department will focus on recruiting students from historically underrepresented backgrounds. The Defense Department is recognizing outstanding participants in its Mentor-Protégé program. The 2022 Nunn Perry Award winners identify mentor-protégé teams that exhibit exemplary protégé growth and development under their respective agreements. Among the winners are Army contractor Tech Masters working with Gene Capture and WISC Enterprises mentoring STEM Board with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Also, Parsons Government Services mentoring CODA Technologies and Raytheon Missiles mentoring Fuse Integration, both with the Missile Defense Agency. The Mentor-Protégé program assists DOD prime contractors in meeting their small, disadvantaged business subcontracting goals. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, March 7, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 